What is up, Kingdom Cloud Chasers? Welcome back to yet another episode of the Kingdom Cloud Podcast. I am your host with the most, Lungam Kize, and today I am bringing you episode 5, the long-awaited, the well-anointed, <laughs> in God's time appointed, episode 5 of the Kingdom Cloud Podcast. Um, I swear I just made that up on the spot, you know. That sounds rehearsed, maybe to you guys, but like I promise y'all, I just made that up. Anyways, um, sorry guys that I was like I kind of disappeared for a couple of weeks. Um, there was something I was dealing with, so I couldn't be here, and I just wasn't getting much ideas for things I could speak about here. So I didn't really have anything to give y'all. So, yeah. But I'm back now. I'm back now. And I trust Uti. That will be... That won't be... I promise y'all that won't be something that reoccurs. That currently keeps happening. Where I just disappear. For no reason. You know. So, yeah. Um. So, another thing about episode 5... Um, this is going to be the first episode that I'm going to get onto YouTube as well, because I know that now that a lot of people struggle to, okay, not a lot, but some people struggle to get access to the platforms where Kingdom Cloud is currently available, being Spotify and Apple Podcast or iPodcast, I don't remember, but yeah, that one. So I made a plan. And I got it on to YouTube. This is going to be the first episode. This is the first episode that's going to be available on YouTube. So, yay! Um, so, yeah, that's what's, that's what's going on. Um, I'm sorry if my voice sounds a bit off today. I am actually kind of sick. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't think it's COVID, but either ways, I'm here, like, it's irrelevant, because you guys can't catch whatever I have over the phone, or over your laptop, or whatever you're using to listen to me right now, so we're good, we're clear, we are within protocol and regulation, so um, today's topic is going to be responsibility. Responsibility. Noun. 1. The state or fact of having a duty to deal with something or having control over someone. 2. The state or fact of being accountable or to blame for something. Similar. Blame. Fault. Guilt. Liability. So, responsibility. Um, When I think of the word, I think of definition number 2 more often than I do definition number one. Definition number two was more kind of pessimistic and it sees responsibility as something to be endured and a burden and sort of, right? So instead, I propose that we be responsible, meaning that we take advantage of our ability to respond to the events that take place in our lives. 
all that we do is a response to an event which is our very lives and our very lives themselves are an event and if you think about how when one of us how if you think about when we are brought into this world none of us are here by our own um will in a way no one decided to be here no one chose to exist no one chose to exist where they exist no one chose to exist within the family they're in and no one chose um this the color of their skin no one chose no one chose this but yet all of us every single one of us regardless of how different or whatever um our lives are have the same ability to respond to said life we are all still capable of having a response to that life because whatever we do with the life is the response itself so i am reminded of this quote i don't even remember who said it but it's a quote that i try to remind myself of a lot because if i start feeling like i'm being a victim i remember this quote and it says that a good cardsman is not determined by his ability to be to win with a good hand of cards but is determined by his ability to win even when dealt the worst hand or set of cards so the people in life who we admire and we look up to even in the bible it's not the people who had the best circumstances and it's not the people who had the best opportunities it's the people who made the most who took responsibility and made the best with what they were capable of doing whatever was within their control they took that and used that to their advantage those are the people we look up to plain example the story of david a little boy who was just sent to go deliver lunchbox for his brothers who are in war sees this giant mocking and talking all types of wickedness about his god and he does he, he's like i'm not going to stand for this um and he decides to make to take a stand and he takes the weapon with which he knows how to work with he takes what he has and he goes and he deals with the issue you know he 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 gets the giant's head <laughs> literally and you think of what god said to gideon and he says to gideon i don't know what it says in english but in in, in the zulu translation it says um so basically go with the strength that i have given you it is meaning that what you have and what is within your domain is enough to fulfill the 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 the, the calling that you were put on this planet for right and this is another topic this is this is a topic that really brings so much liberation if you if you grasp it accordingly if you truly try to take in and understand how much power comes with 
your ability to respond to situations you start to realize that even things like like happiness or should i say joy um are choice and love is choice because the bible could not be able to tell us to love everyone but then love be a a thing that we don't choose because how can you tell me to do something if i'm not in control of that thing do you understand what i'm saying it's like yeah i cannot i don't have any control over feelings so you can't tell me to feel away because i feelings come and go based on my environment and the things that are happening to me feelings are reactive but love is something that is capable of remaining even when you don't like a person you can still love them you know and love is a verb it's something you do it's the sacrifices you make for someone and i think that if you look at the relationship between a parent and a child you start to really realize what love should be because a child does nothing for for their parent almost but be but exist and be adorable right and they are not, they shouldn't be they shouldn't be obligated to 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 to, to do something for them unless unless you're black in, the, in which case you probably you probably are expected to <laughs> to do things but that even that takes away the love in your actions if you have to if someone has to do something for you i don't think it's fair to call it love love is a want love is something you choose love is something you willingly do which is why i do not like the saying when people say i fell i fall into love because part of love the more important part of it is the decision you make the choice falling sounds so unconscious and accidental but choosing is a whole different thing and for people who do not take action this is this is this is the word this is a word for you like if you're someone who just sits back and hopes for the best and let life play itself out and you choose the role of the victim there's only one thing that is guaranteed for such a person is that the only guarantee for someone who doesn't act is that you will be acted upon and then when that happens you can't sit around and then now complain and say why do these things happen when you had the opportunity and the chance to make the action right you had the ch- the chance to respond to be the response so now it is it's a, bit, it's a bit late it's a bit too late you know because life will do what it does until you get in the way of it life will be life will be hard life will be a battle life will be a struggle until you try and do something about it like we like what was said in the very first episode of not the first episode but the trailer of the kingdom cloud podcast where I was speaking with my mother and we were talking about running your race and how as children of God for the mere response of not 
um, running our race and not serving and not going out and telling people about the gospel and not and not living in accordance to the word that by doing so and not running our race, the other team automatically wins. So likewise with life and with pain, if you do not go out and look for positivity and you do not go out and look for and 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 and, and try and try look for goodness, you won't find it, right? And that's the power that comes with responsibility and the fact that to many Christians, so many of us are stuck in a victim-like mentality and we're somewhat very much alike with the Israelites when they had just escaped captivity or slavery from Egypt and they come to a point where they feel they are about to die, right? They're about to, they, they think that like, like it's over now, it's chai. And they say to Moses, did we not have graves way back in Egypt to die and be buried there that you have taken us out here to die here instead? So basically they're saying, we could have just died there we could have just suffered until we died there and lived meaningless lives and that would have been better what a victimless thing to say and yet so many of us live similar live lives that reflect the same thing we do the same thing we don't take actions we don't do things we don't pursue dreams we don't try and yet then when life does what it does, we complain. And we forget that everything we have is a response and everything we can do is a response to the events in our lives. And as Christians, one of the biggest event in our lives is when the, 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 the God of the universe wrapped himself in flesh and came down and ascended, I mean, and descended to us to die for our sins. But if we do not accept him and believe this to be the truth, it is all in vain. And all the things that he has left for us, all the opportunities God has placed for us here on this planet will, will just die with us. And I and I even think of like how I think of this, I think of a character in the Bible specifically every time I, I get into the topic of the, of, 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 of um, responsibility and so on. I think of Joseph. Joseph is a 17 year old boy and he's his father's favorite and he is the least favorite amongst his siblings ask me how I know this because they literally throw him in a pit uh, just because he he got too much drip and they were hating on him you know it's their splat you know they were asking him Joseph what you got on and Joseph was like it's their splat don't worry about it sweetheart and then they threw him into a pit and then 
after throwing him into the pit, they were like, nah, man, wait. We could make some money off this guy. How about we sell him instead? How about we sell him into slavery and then we, we split the money? And so that's what they do. They sell him into slavery and Joseph ends up in ends up a slave in Potiphar's house. And while he is serving in Potiphar's house, in a situation where he doesn't belong, or in a situation or an event where it's not his fault that he's there, and it's not his fault that his life is going in such a spiral, and the people who put him there are out continuing and living their lives and, and enjoying the money they made off of selling him, instead of whining and complaining and crying all night about that he, okay he probably he probably was he probably was you know because emotions and crying and feeling depressed and stuff is not something that is within our control that is that is that is that's not that's not responsible that is working through that is responsibility but feeling those things it's not something you are in control of but anyways i'm not there i'm not there so Instead of throwing a pity party, Joseph makes the decision that even in this situation, he will continue to do best he can with the cards he has been dealt. And Joseph serves. He works, he works so hard in Potiphar's house, in the house of his master, and he ends up becoming somewhat the manager of the whole operation and he like kind of calls the shots right he's like second in charge to party for himself and while he's serving and he has worked his way up i guess he starts he, he's basically now again in another position of comfort now and it seems like maybe okay maybe now now uh god god's back you know god god has got my back again you know because we go through things sometimes and we just feel like God has abandoned us and left us, which is okay. It is okay to question even God and ask the questions because there is no confidence or certainty that will come from being uncertain. So when he feels like his life is getting back on track and he's, he has some sort of purpose again, um, Potiphar's wife, like, like seduces him, but my boy doesn't fold. That's the thing about Joseph. Joseph, Joseph is here for his calling and he, he, he knows that he, he has his morals set, right? And Joseph doesn't fold. So, um, Miss Ma'am here, Potiphar's wife gets upset and she basically claims that Joseph tried to rape her. And for which, Joseph is sent to jail. To jail. For, for, being, for doing nothing. For absolutely nothing. Joseph ends up in jail. And now, even here, he is given the opportunity by the whole universe to just roll himself up in his blankets I don't even know if they had blankets in prison then or whatever, or, and just give up on life and just be the victim, which he was, he had every right to be the victim. His life has been nothing but trial 
an era and era and era since 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 like it's been nothing like i don't know when the last good thing that really happened to him was that jacket and even that was something that led him <laughs> into more struggle but then um even now in that prison cell joseph makes the decision that i'm not giving up on life and i'm not just gonna sit around and do nothing there has to be something that i still can do that feels like a calling that feels like i am in alignment with purpose and he finds that to be interpreting dreams and through serving this purpose of his he ends up in an even bigger position and he ends up interpreting the dream of pharaoh who then sets him free and makes him somewhat the the minister of agriculture for egypt at the time because um egypt was about to go into a famine but they were going to have a couple of years i don't remember how many years but they're going to have a couple of years of um good produce and like uh, and they're going to they're going to have abundance basically and a lot to eat and whatever but they would have to save up accordingly and eat very accordingly so that when the famine came and everything died out and there was no food that they would be able to survive and this is the dream this all all this information came from the dream of pharaoh which joseph interpreted so now his job was to do that managing of hence why he was i'm saying he was the minister of agriculture right and then now after all this has happened after such a life the same people who threw him into that pit and sold him into slavery all those years ago show up and they don't even recognize him and this is such a revelation even in itself the fact that they don't see him it proves that your response is the the real that's where the real power lies because what they do in response to your pain is very insignificant because if you look at his brothers who threw him into this pit and sold him into slavery while he was suffering they had forgotten about him basically they had moved on <laughs> the boys were right nowhere does it say that they suffered in this time or they were crying or they had hard lives you know so if you are going to wait for an event of pain or suffering to happen in the people's lives of the people who hurt you you're going to suffer you're going to carry that burden because for all you know it might never happen their lives could go on and on and you can't do that if you don't take responsibility so yeah man it's a whole lot it's a big thing it's a big topic but you know what i i suggest that you guys go read the book that like kind of inspired this whole episode which is seven habits of highly effective people and habit number 1 is being a proactive person which is essentially being a responsible person which is essentially not being a victim which is essentially 
being like the Joseph in your life. Yeah, so I think I've said all that needs to be said. And and for anyone who wants to read up on the story of Joseph for themselves, it is in Genesis 37 all the way to 50. Um, yeah. So that concludes today's episode. I hope you gained something from this. And please share it with someone who you think might find it useful. And yeah, to God be the glory.